Michelle, it is a pleasure to have you on the show this evening. How are you? How's your 2023 been so far? It's been really good. Thanks for having me, Dan. Um, yeah, it's 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 been great. It's it's lovely to see some of the projects I've been working on finally come out uh, after years of working on them and lots more to come out in 2023, which is very exciting. Um, so yeah, it's exciting so far. How is it sitting on these games for so long, knowing you know, these big projects and not being able to tell a soul? It it was hard. Uh, I mean, I started, I had no previous experience kind of in voiceover work. I had just mainly been working in television and theatre. And then my, I think I'd done like maybe two or three audiobooks. And so really not, not much. And then auditioned for uh, Final Fantasy and then got, got that. Didn't know what that was. Was doing that for a year and then auditioned November 2020, I think. So right in the middle of lockdown for this game that I didn't know what it was. And we had to do a motion capture audition from my room in London, which at the time was like impossible. There was nowhere that I could do this. And they were like, there's going to be, we're going to be fighting this clown on this Ferris wheel. I was like, oh shit. (laughs) So I was in my room, like with a tiny background Uh, behind my wardrobe trying to and I I was I didn't know what kind of game it was and then it went on and it's live and there's multiple game developers being like okay so we're on a Ferris wheel so I'm like as I know now it's the scene with the clown. Butcho the clown I think his name is yeah. Yeah and but I had no idea what it was and then I got it we went up to do motion capture in Nottingham uh in about April 2021 so it was all really in lockdown and I, we, we did motion capture which is the first scene um, so that me falling out of the box in the first scene is me falling out of the box um, and then also the people getting on the plane we played multiple people in the motion capture so I'm also other people on the plane um, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is great. I think there was like we were like uh, one, so like most of us were praying, we were doing stuff, and um, it was great crack. It was really, it was really, it was really good. But it was odd. I've never had to sit on projects for that long, and even there's three other projects I've got coming out later this year that I can't announce. And you're working on them for years, and you don't get you can't more games, more games. Yeah. Oh my! Wow! 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 But it's just. It's lovely when you can finally say, like, I've been working on this for three, two to three to four years. I mean, we're talking to Ben, who plays Clyde in Final Fantasy, and I'm like, dude, how long have you been doing this for? He was like, too long. <laughs> <laughs> and so was that your first time doing motion capture on Dead Island 2? It, it was my uh, first time doing uh, motion capture with the full suit. Um in uh, I did a lot of uh, facial motion capture for Final Fantasy, but no body. Um, and yeah, that was my first time doing anything like that, or even a motion capture audition. Uh, I've since done in-person motion capture auditions, and they're much different than the one that I did in my bedroom. Um, which I I feel like if I had a recording of that, it would just be the most embarrassing thing. <laughs> but it was, got you it the was, job. Yeah, 
I, I got the job, which is which is great. Um, and it was really, really nice actually to play, uh, just do my own voice in a, in a video game. They really appreciate it, especially since it was an American game for American audiences. Um, and that is kind of more unusual to have uh, an actual Irish person in it. What accent? What accent do you would you say you do the most in your in the um, roles that you've played? In the voiceover work, which has been quite nice, like I do, uh, I've done Irish quite a bit. Um, I, I suppose it kind of uh, it's a varying degrees of kind of um, Irishness. They want either they want you to tone it down a little bit, or they do. I have several different Irish accents that I do. The one that I'm doing in Dead Island 2 is probably closest to my own voice, which was great that they were like, just do your own voice. Um, the other ones, depends on the games, the other ones you do the um, the Irish accent that's quite like that. That's very smooth. And kind of oh, wow. That's, yeah, that is smooth. Kind of yeah. Fairy tale and things like that. And I, I'm doing, I've done American, um, uh, did RP, so like very posh English um in one and then kind of uh it also in in another game that's coming out i doing my character and then lots of additional voices so i must play about 60 60 characters in it um Shit. so yeah i was wow. running out of action at one point at one point <laughs> i was like going to be just like slightly older english woman because I'm, I'm running out of stuff to do um but yeah, that was yeah uh, a kind of a mix. Now it's it's not been nice because I do a lot of accents and I like to think that I'm good at them. But I know that once sometimes you come in with your Irish accent, they're like, "Oh, we just love you to use that." But, I bet yeah. I bet you haven't done an Aussie accent yet. That's the one that's I, escaping. I, I can do an Aussie accent. <laughs> I, I feel like even when I was in drama school and we would do this thing where we would kind of do other accents and stuff, the Aussie accents depending on where it's from as well, um, is like people can either do it or they couldn't. So yeah. I think there was two, two random people in drama school who could randomly do a fantastic Aussie accent that nobody else, you couldn't teach it. So, yeah, I, 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 I know you're a big gamer. Have you, have you, is there lots of Aussie accents in games or are you still waiting on the big character? Not often, no. Well, there's a few here and there. Um, over, I've done over 120 interviews with actors. I think two of them have been Australian, two or three, and they were all in Call of Duty. So Call of Duty's repping a lot of Aussies, but besides mm -hmm. that, they're they're a bit. Uh, we need a few more, a few more games. I think. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We're always the funny character. It seems like we're always the larrikin or the mischievous sort of character. I find. That's just something yeah, about. When I hear Irish characters in games that none of them are from Ireland at all. And in, in no way, I was like, this has gone through multiple people. Multiple people have listened to this and, and approved this. <laughs> and and are you thinking, age. are you thinking this is a bad accent when you're hearing it as well or what? Yeah. 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 Dreadful. Dreadful. Wow. Yeah. So recently I did work on a game where I think I'm the only Irish character in the game, but they brought in like, they, they had me, I was working with another voice and I, I could tell it wasn't Irish, but it was so close and it was really good. And I was like, where is he from? Where's this guy from? And they were like, oh, he's from like Norfolk. 
And I was like, he's fantastic. He's really good. <laughs> and then they were like, let, let me play you other stuff that he's done on this game. And some people can just do it. They can just yeah. just do it really, really well. But not not often. There's been a couple of games recently where I have a couple of friends who are big gamers. And they're just like, oh, I can't play this game. This character keeps coming into it with dreadful Irish accents. <laughs> um, but yeah. So talk to us. How did your career begin? Because you grew up in Ireland, right? And then you moved to yeah. to London? Yeah. I went, I did a university course quite young. I went to university 17 and then graduated from my BA in drama and Spanish at like 20. So kind of didn't know what to do really. Um, and then I just told my parents I was going to immigrate because I didn't know what to do. So I went to That's London. a big decision though, isn't it? Yeah, I get. I guess it was like I'm from a small town, and there wasn't. I wanted to do acting, and there just wasn't really anything going on. Mm. Um, and I didn't really know anyone in Dublin, so I'm I'm from way down south. I'm, I'm from like southwest in in Limerick. Um, so kind of going to London was the same thing as going to Dublin for me. So my sister at the time was living over there, so I went and slept on her on her uh couch for nine months uh so i didn't have to pay rent which is great oh wow um, yeah that helps. and then i just i know i waitressed for a while tried to find myself and then her friend who uh was kind of he's a kind of conductor musical conductor he was like you should you should try drama school you're not you're not going to really be able to get in the room anywhere unless you have an agent and it's very hard to get an agent so I didn't really know what drama school was and so I just auditioned for like three random schools the it was all I could afford to do so I had about like 150 quid and that I just auditioned for the amount that I could afford and then I got into Bristol Old Vic uh, theatre school which I which is very prestigious and I didn't know and it's a really fantastic school <laughs> and um they normally had like one irish person per year so i was the oh irish you were the quota yeah for that I year. Was the quota, yeah. <laughs> um and then uh graduated um 2016 yep. and uh basically i moved back to london and did you land an agent back. straight away i did i mean god it was oh if you talk to other actors who are coming out i think i got my agent on the last day of drama school which like, oh, it was, it was, I was a nervous wreck. I was like, wow. I'm going to leave without an agent. Um, and I, yeah, I'm, I'm, she's amazing. Um, I'm with the Artist Partnership and they're fantastic. And I'm with the, um, <clears throat> the voiceover section um, of the Artist Partnership called Be Heard Voices. And they have. They're fantastic. They are fantastic. Yeah. Oh, good. Mm. And literally, I think in 2017, they were kind of, not just starting out, but they were, you know, it was kind of more like, oh, this is an acting agency and we're the voiceover part of it. And now there's so many people who are part of Be Heard Voices who are with other agents for acting. So I went to the Christmas party uh, in December and I was like, wow, they've just done so amazing. Selena and Heather, um, who are the voiceover department, have just done yeah, they've been they've been amazing. Uh, so yeah, I didn't start voiceover games until twenty nineteen, which turned out to be a lifesaver in the pandemic. Lifesaver because I was working in 
theater and TV TV shut down. The theater show that I was about to do just closed. And then I was out of work back home in Ireland, like with my parents. Um, and then and you then, land these big AAA games. Yeah, but also Man. I didn't. I went in, I remember games auditions are really strange because. They're secretive, aren't they? Yeah. But they're very secretive. But also I didn't know, like, you don't know how many sessions you're going in for. You don't know how long. When I went in for Dead Island 2, I was, I did like four hours. And then I was like, oh, is this it? And they were like, no, loads to do. And then once we did, once we did like, which took a long time to do all the cutscenes, we did all the cutscenes. And then at the end of the cutscenes, when they're flying away on a helicopter, I was like, guys, it's been amazing. Thanks so much. And they're like, no, you have to do all the stuff where you're walking. You have to do all the emote sessions. You have to do all of the, like when you're in game mode. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I really am not used to doing games. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so it was like, the job they kept on giving like it was fantastic and how many sessions did you end up doing do you know i don't know i mean it could yeah. be anywhere from like god like 50 to 60 to 70 hours like it was just it Damn. was a lot um but yeah uh i i didn't know what emoting sessions were until i started to like watch some of the the, the run-throughs of the game and i'm like oh yeah i have to make sounds when i fight people uh, so and how'd you go were, with that? How did you go with turning into a zombie and go, ah, you know, that, that was, that was, uh, so while I was doing like a big bulk of the emote sessions, which was like summer 2021, um, or like a, yeah, July or August 2021, I was right in the middle of doing, uh, Romeo and Juliet. Um, and I was playing Tybalt, which is like the villain. And so we had a lot of sword fighting scenes and a lot of screaming, and my voice was destroyed. So I would go in from like nine to 12 uh, and do four hours of emoting and just screaming at Dead Island too, and then go in and do like the evening show. Sorry, so then, I shouldn't laugh, but yeah. <laughs> oh, it was like, as in, it was, I was, God, I, it was my own fault because you're kind of like, yeah, that's amazing. I can do it that. Just, it like, just sounded like, sound like this uh, at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> at one point, because I was quite, at one point, I was I was scared. I, I was like kind of listening to some of the cutscenes to see whether I could hear the sessions where I was really struggling. Mm. Um, and it, was, it sounds okay. It sounds fine. Um, and they overlay the, when I had to turn into the zombies and the screamers and we did the electricity ones, they were tough. But the engineers, <laughs> they're very good. The engineers are very good. They're, and the vocal directors, they're often like, Listen, we we need you to do the the screamers, but some of that. But I'm going to ask you for three of them, and I'm going to ask you to do them in your own time, and then we're we're done. And you can stop at any point. Like if if I wasn't if I wasn't up to it, I wouldn't say like, hey, I'm going to destroy my voice. So they were they were very much like, and, and then sometimes I would call them and be like, listen we've gotten to the end of the week where I've done so much on both stuff that I just need need like four days to kind of um rejig rejig yeah. my voice and they were grand yeah. because yeah. at the end of the day it's, it's their game i guess so they want yeah but it's hard i do know some actors who can just do it there's a fantastic voiceover 
uh, actor that I've worked with quite a bit called Harry Myers. Harry um, it's fantastic. Um, and he just, uh, he can do any accent. He can do any, if you ask him to make the character taller, he can do it in his voice and we don't know how he can. Wow, you that's ask, cool, yeah. If, if you say like, okay, the character is actually 200 pounds heavier than that, he can make you like- Man, that's a skill, yeah. Yeah, and so I think he's done a lot of, I'm not sure if it's Call of Duty or a lot of the war games. He does the additional voices. I mean, we were chatting oh, about Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he, he does. He can just scream for hours and hours and hours, and he's fine. And he's like smoking a cigarette. He's fine. Doesn't. Oh, yes. I know Harry. He was in Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, he was a main. Yeah. So there. some people can just, you call them in because you know that their voice is just, it's going to do it. It's going to yeah. do everything. Wait. Man. So what what tricks do you have up your sleeve in the booth that you think put you ahead of everyone else? Besides I, just being a good actor, which is the key, but <laughs> I from from doing it now, what was because I I suppose I went into the Final Fantasy audition blind. I didn't really know. I, I knew it was they were like, it's a fantasy game. I was like, okay. <laughs> so and and they were like, it's set in medieval times. So I kind of guess now I, when I go into an audition or different things, I kind of know the style of something that they want. So sometimes, especially with, well, I'm a woman, so I don't know the other side, but with female voices, sometimes I know the style kind of, of what they want. Even we did a lot of Final Fantasy. It was a lot more that kind of, you know, the kind of like more kind of Games of Thrones vibe of kind of everyone talks it's very even when they're prestigious very, very or what's the word yeah. yeah yeah and then in dead island i knew straight away that all of this, they just wanted <laughs> they wanted like you know camp hijinks and and then the other games that i've done or even when i do voice demos for auditions you kind of get a feel uh for what they want now uh so i try to kind of match match my vocal styles to that and also like breathing i realized that the way you do breaths or intakes of breaths or how you do it really can um like help the voice help the character so it's hard to explain but kind of instead of just saying the line because if you were just like in Dead Island 2, you can't see our characters. So you can just hear our voices. So anything more that we could give you to help you visualize the character's facial expressions is quite helpful. So, you know, kind of like any intake of breath or anything like that, you kind of, it just creates the world more. Um, so, yeah, working on it. Are you ready to be in this gaming world? Are you, are you caught up with this world that, you've, that you're diving into? Kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, I was talking to one of my best friends, Danny, and he is he's a big gamer. And when I told him I could announce like Final Fantasy until he was like, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm I'm ready. I would love I would love to go to Comic Con. I would love to to chat to people more about games. I'd love to. I really want to play this game. I don't have. I mean, I'm I'm consoleless. I'm like I need to <laughs> need to go to someone's house and play this play these games. Yeah, um, yeah. When's the last a, time you played a game? 
I don't want to tell you. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I think Come I on. had like a PlayStation 2 and I played like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and Crash Bandicoot. And like, like Spiral, great games. Yeah. Spiral the Dragon, which, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just. So you were probably thinking. seven, six or seven, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be younger. But the thing is, so oh, okay. with my friend Danny, I used to go over to his house all the time and he would be playing like The Last of Us and, um, Detroit and things like that and I would just sit there with a glass of wine and just watch them like films because it was so great um, so I'm much more into it now and I'm, I see how much work goes into these games like you you don't understand like how I mean none of us can understand how much work especially since being there at the start seeing the visuals I remember seeing like some of the cutscenes in Dead Island at the very beginning and I'm and I was like, oh, wow, um, Emma Jaunt, like the actress that you meet at the very start. I yeah. was like, oh, wow, they're going, they're going like V for Vendetta on her because she was bald. And I was like, oh, it's, <laughs> I was like, oh, I love this. It's, she was bald and like wearing a tank top. And I was like, this is fantastic. Uh... And then I was like, oh, everyone's bald. I don't understand. And then the zombies, sometimes they were just like stick men. Uh, and it's it's just insane and i doing some scenes in other games where it's literally just stick people mm. and then you see it you see it years later and you're like there's been so much work put into this and notoriously yeah. hair physics are some of the tougher things to code yeah. for some reason because there's so many hair strands and the, mm. the wind well, and the movement. at the very start of some of the cutscenes, uh some of them have been completed so you can talk to them but some haven't so they do a really helpful, unhelpful thing where they have a robot speak their voice. Uh, but the problem with Dead Island 2 was there was quite a lot of zombies in it. So you would be talking and do you know that the it's like it's the noise like wow, like that mm. noise is yeah. spelled for you. And so you're like, where are these zombies coming from? And then the computer screen is like, <laughs> uh... <laughs> like NG, 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 <laughs> RR. <laughs> so much so that you have to ask, uh, ask the engineer to just mute them because it's just he was like i'm really sorry it just the computer is just speaking all of their voices man what do you think the biggest lesson you've learned about this sort of process has been doing all these games and voice acting and what would you say you've what's the biggest takeaway for you i think uh i when I was growing up wanting to be an actor, I never even thought about voice, voice work or games. Um, and the biggest lesson that I've taken away from it is it's such an amazing world. And I am a huge fan of podcasts and audiobooks, and I like inhale them. And now I inhale like uh, audio series and things like that. And I love that word, inhale them. Yeah, I'm going to use that. I know. But like, <laughs> I, I just. It's such an amazing world. And once I was finished, even like watching back cutscenes of things, I'm just like, this sometimes it's more enjoyable than even television and films. It's because you can, you can, it's like reading a really good book when you're younger and you stay up until three o'clock in the morning because you just can't stop. You need to finish it. And I feel like that about so many people who play games. Like it's like that, beautiful thing when you're younger and you just have to finish the book it's like you just have yeah. to keep going on this adventure 
And even by the end of it, by the end of playing with Danny and Final Fantasy and some of the other games that I just finished, you really feel like they're a part of you. They're like your friends. So it feels even more emotional to leave the characters behind. Um, and then, well, I mean, at the end of Dead Island 2, we don't know where they go. There's, she's She didn't get on that helicopter. Oh, she's still I there. Think, yeah, I think there's some more to be... To be told there, more story. But then again, there's six of you. It's not another 10 years. There's six playable characters. So, like, if they do another game or DLC, you got to record another six people and code it. And I know you're, yep. you have to time it, don't you? You have a certain window yeah. for every line. So that would help them in doing it, I would say. It does help them. I do remember that. I think they had recorded Ryan uh, before me. And so they would they would sometimes be like, this is kind of how much time you have. And they would play me Ryan's. And I'm like, yeah, but all Ryan says is like, whoa. But I'm saying like 17 things, <laughs> like this fast speaking Irish person. Yeah. And the engineer was like, I think you can get it in. I think you can get it in. <laughs> I'm like, why does Ryan get to just be like, whoa. <laughs> and I have to be like, Jesus, Mary and Joseph on a cross. <laughs> Did you say, I can't remember that I, line. I'm, really? I don't know if some of them they might not have made it. Made yeah. it in. I mean, some of them, like the research that they went into do, for the accent was fantastic. Um, but there were some things that obviously, as an Irish person, I'm like, we should change this word. We should not put that in. We should, hey, can I throw this in instead? Like, instead, and they of were saying, flexible. Oh. Yeah, they were grounds. And also, I know that the writer had the idea. She was just like, hey, there's no like romantic storylines in this, but. She was just like, I've always, she was like, I don't know what Danny is. And like, as a gay woman, I'm like, let's force this character to be gay. <laughs> so there's a point, in, I think in the first scene when Emma Jaunt like uh, bends down to do to put on her shoes. And I think like some of the male characters are like, whoa. And some of the female characters are like, I don't want to see this. <laughs> and then the director was like, you can kind of do whatever you want. I guess if you're like, oh, put it away. And I'm like, no, must queer code this game. Must queer code <laughs> Tisha's character at the end. You're going to make your mark. So you yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. And I, have you seen the YouTube video that someone uploaded that has all your voice lines in one video back to back? No. Two and a half hours long. I'll have to link it to you. It's hilarious. Oh my God. It's got all the efforts. Yeah. It's got every line back to back. It's crazy. So funny. I, I, do remember, I think someone sent me something being just like, oh, I think there was a gameplay trailer and someone was like, oh, this this Irish accent sounds really American-y and it sounds really fake. And I'm like, it's just me. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I should, I should, I have to check it out. And then once, there's also like other stuff that's come back out about the other games that I have to sit on for a while. But once once I can, then I'll, yeah. I'll share those. And also, I saw on your Instagram it said self-proclaimed ginger ghost. What what does that mean? Can you? I mean, me, I. What does that actually entail? Uh, I know the ginger I, part, but. Yeah, I think I'm even trying like on the on the I'm sitting in front of a window and every now and again in this interview, literally, you cannot see my face. It's just literally going like a ghost. So, I, yeah, I am a ginger ghost. Um, and I just put it in there. I mean, the amount of the amount of auditions I've gone for that it's like it just says like ghost like appearance. <laughs> 
It's your little niche, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So you said you were inhaling some audio books and podcasts. Have you got any mm-hmm. to recommend everyone listening? Myself. I. So at the moment, I'm listening to John Ronson at the Debutante, which is fantastic. Very, very, very good. And I um at the moment at the moment i'm trying <laughs> to get into um trying to I'm, get into i'm okay. reading like i really like to read the the lord of the rings uh, audiobook so i've just started the the first one which is it is it's a journey but i really want <laughs> to kind of just get back into the fantasy books um so i mean i feel like most people have already read the lord of the rings which i have but i want to do it on audiobook um, so yeah, that's what I'm listening to at the moment. Um, but yeah. Okay. Okay. And there it is again. There's the sun coming through. Everybody. I know. I'll have to do these at night. <laughs> uh, going back to Dead Island, I wanted to know what was the, what was your favorite scene? And it's, it's a generic, generic question, but I, I'm genuinely curious. Like what was your, what was the most fun you had in a, in a session I, or what particular scene? I, I quite liked all the stuff. To be honest, my favorite scenes were because of the game developers. So my favorite scenes to do were when I just thought the so the scenes where she's at the crab shack with all the guys. Yeah. And like the guy gets his head cut off and then <laughs> which made it into the trailer. I know. I know. Shit. I was so good, and yeah. all of those voice actors. The voice actors who played the guys in the crab shack and the voice actor who played like the older man um mm. who you have to like find his alcohol and also the the gods and whiskey that those scenes with the two um the like the band members. Oh, the, the the band yeah yeah yeah, yeah. in I beverly hills yeah yeah the, my favorite scenes were basically just because i could interact with these people they were so good um yeah. and the voices were fantastic and some of them i was like these definitely have to be american people and they weren't it's good accents uk a lot of them yeah a lot of them weren't yeah so i think the whole, a lot of the cast were from from the uk i i think so i mean i think most of us were recorded inside uk in london so um no obviously I, some people are american um but a lot of the additionals were, and even the NPC characters were recorded in London. So, mm. I mean, there's obviously a wealth of uh, people living there. Um, but, yeah. So do you see yourself staying in London or moving to the States or where do you, going back to Ireland, where do you see yourself? Um, I, I love Ireland, uh, uh, but I see myself kind of staying in the UK um kind of seeing whether i'll move out of london just because work has gotten a little bit more hybrid which is fantastic it used to be when i when i started acting that it was like tomorrow you have to be in the middle of soho at 9am for an audition and you're like jesus um but now everything is online even i just finished a, a television series in at christmas um that all of the auditions for were all online um, and then we filmed up in Coventry for like four months. So I didn't actually need to be in London. So thinking about maybe me and my girlfriend might move out, out of London someplace a little bit quieter and do a little bit of commuting. I can't see myself going up to the States, 
because uh, I no. think that um, my family will disown me if I go longer than an hour and a half flight home. Uh, but yeah. I would love to visit more of, of the States and maybe maybe with these games, I will be able to uh, maybe go over and meet some nice. people involved. So do you have a home booth at all or just a makeshift sort uh, of booth? I do not. I also uh, recorded all of my first auditions for these massive games on my iPhone SE. Damn. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Wow. I think I, I yeah, I did the first the first uh Dead Island uh and Final Fantasy audition on this really bad phone that I will not update. Um so hey, you don't sometimes you don't need a booth. <laughs> um but yeah, wow. I, I will in the future try to invest in a, a little bit more. Over lockdown, I did have um some stuff, but once they wanted you I suppose when you're doing mocap and stuff like that, you just have to come in. Um, so we shall see in the future if I'll invest. And I know you you love your cooking as well. What are you dishing up tonight for the for the parents? Are you are you in charge tonight or what? Yeah, well, I, I love that. It's uh, I'm sure it's much hotter where you are in Ireland at the moment. It's cloudy and 16 degrees, so my parents want to have a barbecue. Uh, <laughs> so we leave at about six o'clock. So. I think we'll just do up some burgers and some some lamb. Um, yeah. But apart from that, my my partner is Brazilian, so I'm currently wake, working my way through a huge Brazilian cookbook that I picked up there at Christmas. So it'll yeah, it'll, yeah it's coming. So it's definitely just going to be Brazilian barbecue. Is that all your all your uh, food that I'm seeing on your page? Yeah. Man, yeah. You, you're you've got some skills. If this Thank voice acting thing doesn't work out, I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, I think most of that came from like lockdown. So it was just me basically stuck in the middle of nowhere, like out of work. Yeah. Uh, before before the games world saved saved me in my rent. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did you discover about? Did you discover a love for it or? Yeah, I mean, like all of my family like to cook. We all do a lot of like home. My mom's fantastic at cooking, and so is my grandmother. Um, and my sisters, uh, one of my sisters, my oldest sister is like, um, she does lots of cooking stuff on Instagram. She's fantastic. Her name is Fox Nest Food. Um, but we just, just loved cooking. And I think I always loved cooking and more finding different cuisines, especially when I got to London, I've discovered my love for like Korean food. Um, but yeah, I think the lockdown propelled it because there's nothing else to do unless become an alcoholic. So like you might as well just cook a beef Wellington instead and try to stay out of the dark side. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I was getting into cooking <laughs> there, but it's, I've fallen off again, sadly. So it's um, something I've got to pick back up, but I'm really looking forward to these next projects and Michelle and, and, Again, congratulations on Dead Island 2 and, and Final Fantasy. I haven't yet to play Final Fantasy, but I can't wait. That comes out in a month or so, June something. Yeah, July. yeah, yeah. June or July, I yeah. think I think I've got two other games coming out at the same time, so I hopefully will know when I can announce those. And then one that's a little bit far off, but it's a very exciting one uh, next the end of, again, I don't know. I talk to the game developers and I'm like, when is this coming out? And they're like, at some point when I'm alive. So. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything you want to say to the fans 
of um of Dead Island too or I just th- thank you for sticking with the game because I know that there was a lot of broken hearts after the first one and after like, like 10 years when I did my research after I got Dead Island 2 I was like oh my god this game has a lot of history mm. <laughs> a lot of people saying like I pre-ordered Dead Island 2 and I didn't when I was single and now I've got a wife and three kids so <laughs> I'm I'm really glad oh. that people because it's 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 beautiful and it's really fun it doesn't take itself too seriously mm. you know a lot of games do it's just it's just a good it's just fun game. Yeah. just fun yeah it Keep knows it what it wants to be and it does it well and have you seen the gore system what they've put in the you should see it yeah. it's crazy I mean, I mean god i mean when i was watching some of the cutscenes early on and that wasn't there I was like, this looks good. And then when I saw the trailers, I was like, this is fantastic. Like, really, they've done super work. And I think that coming off the back of people being like, oh, will this be a flop? Because everyone has been telling us that it's going to be. And I think that they really proved people wrong. I think it's really, really good crack. Um, And I think there's a lot of heart to it as well, um, but without taking itself too seriously. Uh, So I think that they fixed some of the stuff kind of that people were worried about. Um, so yeah, hats off to them. Awesome. I look forward to talking to you again, Michelle. Is there, um, so you've got Instagram, anything else that you mm-hmm. wanted to plug? Uh, no, I've got a series coming out uh, this October in the UK on ITV uh, called Three Little Birds, uh, which is about the Windrush era. It's written by Lenny Henry um, and uh, it's a six parter. Um, I think it comes ireland at a later date but uh and hopefully maybe internationally at some point but it is about it's set in the 1950s about three caribbean women who come over to london um and about the trials and tribulations of that so um, who do you play in that are you a nasty are you a goodie i'm 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 one of the only goodies i think oh Um, nice yeah i play um can't reveal too much i play a character that's kind of yeah. involved with one of them um so it was it has a lot of heart and i think people will really like it beautiful awesome <laughs> um before i let you go can can danny say anything to to dan is that possible <laughs> um, <laughs> my favorite line my favorite line is a line that my father says and i'm really glad they put in um and it's a uh, it's the Irish version of how are you? And it's how she cutting, which is my favorite line, which is how she cutting is a farmer's way of saying, how is the plowing going in your fields? And they allowed me to keep that into the game and they put it in like Danny's introduction trailer, which is excellent. How's it cutting? That's right. How she, how how's she, she cutting? cutting? How she cutting? Yeah, okay, cool. 